As always, it is my pleasure that you join me for today's podcast of Second Chance Coaching. My name is Dr. Richard Lewis. If you'd be so kind as to leave me a rating and your feedback, I would very much appreciate it and it will help others like you to optimally discover this podcast wherever you listen to this and your other favorite podcast. As you know, at Second Chance Coaching, we focus on seeing everyday life through the eyes of the returning citizen and highlighting the resiliency of the human spirit. I would love to work with you one-on-one, whether you're a returning citizen or coaching client seeking your second chance, or you're a representative of a business, college, or university seeking to integrate and support returning citizens in your respective organizational and learning environments. Please feel free to contact me via email at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Welcome to another edition of Second Chance Coaching. It is my pleasure to be with you once again this week. Hopefully you had a good two weeks, because it's been two weeks since the last time we, we've been together. I uh, apologize for missing out on being with you last week. I did have a pre-recorded interview to broadcast that I'll share with you um, pretty soon. I had it uh, on in the can last week, ready to edit, but I didn't have an opportunity to clean up the edits before I um, went out of town, which is why I missed last week. So speaking of going out of town, that's what I did. I went out of town to spend the week with my daughter and my granddaughter. So I had a good time with them. You know, while I was there, I had the opportunity. Of course, I had to do some work. I had to finish um, finish submitting my final course grades. And then, um, then the rest of the week, most of the week, I spent the week uh, cooking, cleaning, driving, babysitting, and all relative grandpa, or as we say in Haitian Creole, and my, what I call myself to, to my granddaughter, Pepper, my Pepper duties while I was there, which also included making sure I took my granddaughter to take pictures with Santa, and um, we also went to Build-A-Bear, and I bought her two plush teddy bears as keepsakes for her, hopefully that she'll keep them for a good couple of years. That, that could remind me and remind her of the trip that we had uh, as she gets older. Um, I was reminded pretty quickly how babies, in particular infants, because, you know, my granddaughter is only two and a half months old, how they their, their, their needs are pretty simple. <laughs> they want their milk. They want to be changed. They want to be burped. And, and, and even in, that, in, that, in those simple needs that they need to have met, you see their personalities really start to develop. You know, my my granddaughter at times was being pretty fussy. And then um and then of course she would be quiet when I would hold her and start to, you know, inch up and start to like, you know, wake up when I would kind of put her down. And then and it's fascinating the things that you see that 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 in, that captures her attention. My daughter would play on on the YouTube channel, on the TV um, these dancing fruits and vegetables on the video. And then I would see how my granddaughter would be captivated by that. So I'm not, you know, I'm not a scientist, so I don't know at two and a half months old, you know, I'm sure they recognize voices and sounds. I don't know if they see shapes or they actually start recognize faces, but she was just captivated by the dancing fruits and vegetables. And then, and of course, like I said, just sleeping in Pepper's arms. And, uh, you know, when she was resting, 
and calm in my arms when she wasn't fussy (laughs) before I dive into what she did when she was resting in my arms. Her parents um, continue to try to put her on a schedule, which I get. Now, I understand we did the same thing when Julian and Nandi were kids. So, but a, a lot of times, you know, Pepper tries to take her off the schedule and spoil her. But, you know, I know they're, they're, they're doing a really good job. But when she was resting and calming my arms, I spent a lot of time really just talking to my granddaughter, you know, telling her my hopes and dreams for her, you know, telling her stories of her mother, telling her stories of her uncle, um, talking to her about growing up Haitian, telling her and this and also telling her how much I love her. And really promising to be there for her as she grew up. And um, during that time, when I was talking to her and holding her, I was really mentally multitasking. I know a lot of times we always say, you got to be in the moment. But a lot of times we mentally multitask, just like we multitask in a lot of different things that, we're, that we do all the time. But even in enjoying that moment uh, and, and mentally multitasking, I thought about the podcast. You know, I thought about my journey. I thought about work, you know, working as a full-time professor for the first time this semester. And then I thought about when when would be the time I would actually share my reentry story with my granddaughter. Like, you know, what what would I tell her? How would I tell it to her? When would I tell her? Now, certainly I didn't come with a decision as to when I would tell her those things. But those things passed through my mind as I was looking at her sleeping and I was as as I was talking to her and then in the times in which she was awake and those cute cheeks and that in that moment she's looking up at me with so much love and and at no point and at no point did I doubt in her looking at me and me looking at her that when I share with her my reentry story, I did not doubt that the love that she has for, had for me and has for me at that moment that it'll still be there when she knows my reentry journey and story. You know, I was uh, so caught up in the trip that I almost forgot that this coming Friday is actually my 51st birthday. <laughs> you know, even in the midst of talking to her. So you see the love of the granddaughter will even for- make you forget that your birthday is coming up. You know, but um, but also think about what you're going through in your reentry journey. As you go through your reentry journey, remember, life does not stop. You know, you get older, people get older, people transition, people are born, you accomplish goals, and life continues to progress and move forward. Life continues to ever change. And as it pertains to this podcast, by the time you listen to this, we would have surpassed the 5,000 download mark. Now, those who work in the podcast space, especially with this one being in our fourth season, most people would say that 5,000 downloads is not a whole lot. And that's okay. You know, you for me, I don't do it for the amount of downloads, but I know that we serve a particular audience of those who are primarily navigating through reentry. And and that's okay. And those 5,000 downloads, I have seen I could tell you I have seen how it's made the difference in those that I I have been honored to cross paths with. And most certainly the the podcast has made an immeasurable and valuable difference in my life and continues to do so. You know, you know, I just sit there and say 5,000, <laughs> 5,000. There's a lot of, but you know, you know, with downloads, you may say, no, no, it's not that much, Richard. But you know what? 5,000 is a lot. There's a lot of anything when it comes to 5,000. You know, think about it. 5,000 pennies is $50 in American money. 5,000 seconds is just above 83 minutes. So that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a long time. 
And if one thinks in terms of reentry, 5,000 days is just above 13 and a half years. On my 5,000th day of reentry, if I start from when I came home on work release in 2001, my 5,000th day of reentry was in the year 2015. In 2015, you know, I was working at the college full time. I was, I was working in professional technical staff and I was adjunct teaching as well. And I was just finishing up my second master's program, finishing up my MBA in human resources. And I was preparing to start my doctorate that fall with dreams and visions of being a college president. Now, the dreams of being a college president are not completely dead, but I can say right now that my purpose is really in making a direct impact in the classroom and doing a lot of reentry work, doing a lot of work in the reentry space. That, that space being whether it's in research, direct work in reentry, presentations, conferences, consultations, projects, etc. And during my week away, and thinking about that direct impact in the reentry space, during my week away, one of my faculty con- uh, colleagues reached out to me and made, the, made an introduction to me, made an introduction to me to an extraordinary young man that was in, when, in one of her classes who had done federal time and has accomplished so much in his reentry journey thus far. This gentleman, my faculty colleague and I, we, after we got off the phone, or as we got on the phone, we, were, we agreed that we'll be working on a research presentation in regards to reentry for early 2023, and I know it'll be an electric tr- presentation. When I was listening to his reentry journey, it was so very different from mine, and, they, and as he was expressing himself, there were viewpoints that he had that were that I wasn't in complete agreement, that I was not in complete agreement with. And it was nothing negative. It's just, you know, people see things differently. And that's okay because it's the reentry journey. And not all of them, not all, all of our journeys will be the same. All of our viewpoints and all of our experiences won't be the same. It doesn't mean anything is wrong with it. It just means we, it's not the same. And that variety of his experiences, my faculty colleague with her experience as far as what she's being introduced to in my experience, I believe that's what will make the presentation an electric and dynamic one. As I continued to think and reflect on my next 5,000 days, you know, 5,000 days from 2001 to 2015, that time goes by just like that. And then I was thinking, okay, where am I at on my next 5,000 day journey from 2015? Right now, I'm just about, just above 2,500 days, 2,550 about on, on, on the next 500, on the next 5,000 days. So that's about, you know, just a little over 50%. And I think about, you know, okay, what will I be doing? What will my reentry journey look like? You know, I think of what it'll look like for me as of now, as, as because before, as you know, in previous podcast episodes, I wasn't really being intentional about how I would be doing my reentry journey when I first came home. That, that just happened recently in recent years. And I'm thinking about in these next 2,500 days into going into my next 5,000 day journey, I think about me being intentional about sharing the voice, the journey, the joy, the struggle, the triumph of the reentry journey, my reentry journey, your reentry journey. I imagine as I journey through these next 5,000 days, there's about 2,400, 2,450 of them left at this point. At the end of those, at the end of that 5,000 day journey, my granddaughter will be seven years old. 
and I will share and I will tell her so much and and I'm confident she will see what her Pepe is doing and I know she'll be proud and I and and I'll be proud of her too and we'll have a multitude times over of 5,000 plus downloads over and over we'll have a multitude of those as well you know as we get to the next as we when we get to the next 5,000 days at the end of the next 5,000 days you know this week as I enter 51 years of age on this earth (laughs) you know I will continue to reflect and think about and decide what's important to me and what's not important to me and what my next steps will look like what what those next what those next 5000 day journey will look like what the next minute will look like the moment the second what all of those things will look like when you think about those reflections think about that for yourself how are your days looking right now how are those days looking what are you going to be doing next uh you know we're going into a new year not in not in, in about a week we're going to be going into a new year what are you going to be doing next what are your goals what are you thinking about doing next? Are you going to be proud of yourself? Who's going to be proud of you? If, if you're asking me, I'm betting that you will be so proud of yourself in the things that you'll be doing. And I know there'll be multitudes of folks who will be proud of you as well. As long as you keep pushing forward, keep pushing forward. We're going to be on that journey with you. For those of you guys who are listening, I know that you're listening during the Christmas season. I want to wish all of you and your loved ones a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate during this holiday season, Happy Holidays, and a happy, healthy, and blessed Happy New Year 2023. There's so much to look forward to, so much to look forward to. I'm so excited. We're going to get, we're going to get right down to it, and we're going to have a good time doing it. Every single day will be better than the next day. And until then, I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you again for joining us here at Second Chance Coaching. In addition to coaching services for individuals and businesses, I'm also available for speaking engagements and workshops on criminal justice reentry, human resources, as well as organizational culture and leadership. Feel free to email me at richard at secondchancecoaching.com, as well as connect with me on Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Remember, every day you are given this opportunity for your second chance, and I know you'll make the best of it. I love you all, and I look forward to connecting with you next time here at Second Chance Coaching.